0: welcome to what's that about with joel and tina hello <laughs> i think you were sleeping really i was not <laughs> no
1: i was sitting here i was getting ready
0: well the dog just ran through and growled Poof. at the the gray cat emma yeah. which we call dark shadow dark
1: shadow i
0: think that uh she barks and growls at her because of the fact that she just too quiet
1: slinks around yeah She's in the corners she's and in the fast. shadows. Too fast.
0: Like all of like one second she's not there. Next second, poof. <laughs> I think that scares the dog in some way, or else she just finds it fun to chase her out.
1: Maybe you never know what that bark means. Could yeah. be like, "Hey." Or, she doesn't. Or, Whoa.
0: She clearly does not want to catch her. Yeah. No. Because Emma is like a 13, 14 year fourteen-year-old cat. Right. <laughs> and she's in the house, and she always wins.
1: Okay. <laughs> all right. So here we are. Yet yeah, back again. Back, back, back again. We're looking at uh, Isaiah 54.10 today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one good thing to remember about Isaiah as uh, one of the major prophets is that he, along with prophets like Jeremiah, had a a word to say to the people. And it was not a nice word. It wasn't good. It wasn't like, y'all are doing great. Keep up the good work. It was, man, y'all are not doing great. Well, and I, you're in trouble.
0: I think it's also important that in order to get the the moniker, the name yeah. prophet, yeah. which Isaiah has received the name prophet, sure. it means that you speak on behalf of, of God. God. The truth. So like Isaiah wasn't just like, right. Well, I'm I'm up here in my helicopter and I see <laughs> down there that people are misbehaving. Oh, there's misbehavior everywhere. Yeah. Back to you in the studio, Jim. Yeah. No, like that's <laughs> he's not... on the
1: ground. <laughs> he's with the people. He's. And, talking yeah, but he's the like,
0: he's more like a mouthpiece. So God sure. is the one who yeah. has said these things right. He just happened to use right. Isaiah. Right. Do you want to get into the idea that like, you know, how long Isaiah is and therefore it might have been three different, no. Nope. We're not getting into the three different We are Isaiah. not going to do
1: that. <laughs> that does not uh, improve our podcast.
0: No. But it is out there. It's important. Sure. Hey, if
1: you're interested, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd Isaiah, look it up yourself. But yeah. But we're not going to get into it.
0: No. Because today, we've got one verse.
1: Right. Again. One,
0: one out of the entire book. Right. Um, it's a good one. So I'm going to read out of the, the New Living Translation. Okay. For the mountains may move, and the hills disappear, but even then, my faithful love for you will remain. Mm. My covenant of blessing will never be broken, says the Lord who has mercy on you.
1: It's so good. There's a lot of just excellent things here. If you want to go the other direction, the NASB, which is a little more literal, for the mountains may be removed and the hills may shake, but my loving kindness will not be removed from you. I love that word. It's one of my favorite words.
0: In yeah, the so NASB. loving kindness uh, indicates the word hesed,
1: Ooh. which
0: is the, the love that God has.
1: Hesed. Yeah. Say it with a chach. Yes, there you go. (laughs) There, Well, that was a little too much. A little thick. Chesed. Chesed. And then my covenant of peace will not be shaken, says the Lord who has compassion on you. So here's this great comparison, both in the NLT and the NASB, of something that is shaken and something that is not. And it's such an important comparison for us to listen and why we're looking at this verse today because... What is shaken and what is not, sometimes we get it mixed up. Sometimes we get well, it backwards.
0: And I think that even within that, the examples of what's shaken are things that we typically do not see move within our lifetime.
1: Yeah, mountains, mountains hills, yeah, valleys.
0: Like those things that, don't just disappear right. in a, in a, on, for a normal person. We
1: think that they're solid. We right. think that they're gonna go on forever because they were here when we were born, they are here when we lived, and they're gonna be here when we die. It doesn't really change.
0: Right, there are mountains that Isaiah, you know, probably went up and stood on the top of that people still today go up and, and stand. stand on the top of. Exactly. And they look exactly the same. Right, right. Like they have the same sort of peaks to them. Right.
1: And- but here's this promise that it's Isaiah is talking to a people about what's coming. That he's not just talking about mountains here. He's talking about their lives. He's talking about how there is going to be a time that the Babylon Babylonians are going to come and everything is going to be turned upside down. The things in their lives that they once counted upon as steadfast and steady and true and unchanging were in fact going to change One thing that isn't going to change is God. God's loving kindness, God's steadfastness, God's mercy. That's not going to change.
0: So do you think that there's an implication here that, like, the mountains may move, the hills may disappear? Is there an an implication of uh, exile? Yeah. So, like, is that the way the mountains... So mountains move and hills disappear because you're removed. Yes, And you move away. I think
1: this is, especially since it's later in in Isaiah. So this is not earlier in Isaiah that is uh, prophetic in a different way. Wait,
0: we're not talking about one, two, and three.
1: I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that as you move through (laughs) Isaiah, different sections have different themes. But as you get to later in Isaiah, it is much more prophetic about their upcoming exile. Um, Or... Uh, and so we have to pay attention to that. So yes, and if you read chapter 54 of Isaiah in a little bit of a larger context, not just this one verse, that's exactly what is happening. So that's I, what's going to go down.
0: I also think that that's kind of intriguing because um, like the culture at this time typically had place-specific gods. On the hills. Yeah, like, you know, or Absolutely. like in your house or whatever sure. it may be. So, like, within the story of, in, in, within Genesis, you yeah. can see it. Um, I think it's uh, Jacob. Jacob runs away from home, and he lays his head down on a rock, and he sees God, like a, yeah. a stairway up, and like it's like a sure. ladder where the angels are coming up and down towards heaven. And he's, like, yeah. really surprised. Like, I thought that you were the God of my father, and therefore when I left my dad... Yeah, You would stay with my dad. Right. But here you are with me. And, yeah. you know, if like, if you come with me, then I'll be yours yeah. is, is that promise that he makes. And so I think that God is unique within that of saying, like, even, even though you think I'm a place God, I'm an everywhere God. Mm-hmm. Like, even if the mountains no longer exist, I've still got you. I'm still yeah. your God.
1: But what you're bringing up there is a- another excellent point um, that... Who is on the top of the hills? It's these shrines to these gods, right? That's right. that's in the Psalms, Psalm one twenty 120, one twenty one. 121. Where do I look up? Do I look up to hills? Where does my help come from? My help, my help comes from the Lord, you. the right. maker of heaven. And why are people looking up to the hills? Because in those times, that's where the, like they the, would put all the shrines. So like
0: the Asherah poles Exactly.
1: Right, right. Molech, Baal, well, all those gods. And I think
0: that yes. there's still yes. some of that within... Um, African cultures, probably within a lot of the the Asian cultures and and Asian meaning like that larger area within. Right. So, um, Um, yeah. So I, I think that people still do put things on mountains.
1: And put their faith in things that appear to be solid, but in fact are not. Because you think about a mountain, you're like, no way is a mountain going to fall into the heart of the sea. No way is that going to happen. But the the promise here is that, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. in one way or another, the things that you believe in might change. And and if you put your faith in something that can change, you're going to be in trouble. And God is saying here, my covenant that I've made with you, this covenant of peace, that's the thing that won't be shaken. So that when... The, the the stuff that you thought was solid begins to shake around in your life. You can turn to me, and I'm going to be there. And that is such a huge, important lesson for all of us. We don't necessarily look up to the mountains anymore. There's not literal shrines there. But we certainly look to comforts of the world. We look to other things that we that we trust well, in. I, I
0: think that you could say it's when times get bad, mm-hmm. what's something that you look towards? Yeah and sometimes people look towards uh, other people sometimes yeah. they look towards their bank accounts sometimes sure. they look towards their their addictions yeah so i think that people have created all sorts of different things that they look towards right and the interesting thing is is that god sa- isn't saying like don't look at them god's saying when those things fail <laughs> when when they fail you yeah. Yeah, I will still love you.
1: Even something that you think to yourself, "This is there is no way that this could fail," is still going to fail.
0: Right? Oh, you know, like uh, so, like Enron, is that right? Enron? Yeah. Like sure. people had a lot of faith in the stocks that they had. Like they had planned on retiring on them. They were at retirement age. They yeah. had all sorts of plans to take, like to to be able to persist in their life, and then it just went poof.
1: Poof. Gone. And,
0: and like, any time, like, weird stuff happens in the stock market, stuff goes poof. Yeah. You know, like, it, it's... Where
1: do we find our trust? Where do we place our faith? Uh, I've just been reading through Jeremiah. and I think I've finally gotten through it. And over and over again... God says, "Why are you worshiping idols that you've made with your own hands? They're just pieces of wood, people. They're just bits of metal that you have put together. They're not real. Why do you worship them?" And we say, "Well, we don't do that today." Oh, but we do. Right? We do worship. And most of us don't even
0: like have like actual cash. They're just little numbers that are sitting in, (laughs)
1: backed uh, by the government.
0: Not even (laughs) backed. It's not backed by anything. I mean, like the the American dollar is only backed by goodwill. I mean, there's yeah. there's nothing behind it other than it's a piece of paper. It's 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 not even a piece of paper. <laughs> I, there are some things that are worth more as raw material than they yeah. are, you know, like They're put it, together. Right? It's yeah, just, the the
1: silk and the ink and you know, all together. But it's just you know this passage just is a reminder of. This is God's character over and over again. This is not just a verse that you just pluck out and you say, What in the world's going on? This is there's a continuous theme about this is is one over the other. And how we as people unfortunately had the tendency to choose the mountains and choose the hills over the faithful love of God.
0: But I think that the thing is, is God Knows that about us. And he says it's and not going to be taken and away. And he's not angry about it. Well, he might be. Well, uh, no. Because... If- I know you didn't want to talk about this, but in verse 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 9, it specifically says, I will never again be angry and punish you. But that's the the word
1: again. That means he was angry.
0: Right, he was angry.
1: God does get angry, but God doesn't stay angry forever.
0: Well, and I think it's important to to look at that and to know that when the mountains fall, that's not a form of punishment. Ah, okay. It's not even a form of... It's just of, inevitable. It's not even a form of correction. Yeah. That's just what mountains do. Yeah. You know, right. it's kind of like being angry at, at being hit in the head by an acorn.
1: It's going to happen. But, but
0: acorns fall out of trees. I mean, right. if, if you are near an oak tree, it's going to happen. You're eventually going to get hit in the head by an acorn. And so to be upset that...
1: But you hope, you just hope that that's not the moment that the tree falls on you. Okay. 'cause the trees also fall down,
0: yes, yeah, especially if you live with a cottonwood, like little chunks of things fall out, all absolutely, the time. Like, like they don't lose leaves, they lose like leaves with sticks on them,
1: right, and sometimes whole <laughs> branches, yes, yeah, so this is this is just a great theological reminder to us about God's character, how God, even in the midst of, hey, stop counting on these things that you can't count on, God still says. I'm still going to love you. Well, I- I'm not going to stop loving you. And that's, that's an amazing thing for us to hear because God is so not like us. You know, we say, well, God's kind of like us. We're kind of like God. We can mimic that. God is not like us at all because we have a limit. We, we all have a limit in the amount that we can love, in the amount that we can forgive, in the amount that we can just keep coming back. And God has no limit in the amount that he'll forgive and love and keep coming back. Right now,
0: right now, until the time ends
1: until until, until that but time ends, in.
0: so but i, I think yeah. that it's important, like yours said, loving, loving kindness. I love that, yeah, mine says faithful, um, love. faithful love, yeah, and I think that that's kind of like the Hebrew equivalent of agape, you know that it's it's a love that's singular that's to God, yeah, that it, it's not like. Oh, I hested you. I'm I'm burning with desire for you and I need to like be with you. That's not the kind of word it is. Yeah. It's this love that Well
1: the Greek translation is agape.
0: Okay. Well there you go. So So it's it's a unique kind of God love that we can experience only in that we receive it from God. Yes. Um, Yes. And it's not that we can originate it. Like, agape love cannot start with us.
1: So let's talk about that. Okay. It can't be earned. It can't be bought. It can't be made. We can't create it.
0: Isn't that true of all love, though? Well,
1: well, I mean, let's not get into that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But you can earn love in a way. and It's a different kind of love. But it's not agape. No. I mean, you look at friendship, right? Friendship is earned.
0: Well, and I would say that the, one of the main things about agape is that it can be totally one-sided and...
1: Still be love. And, and that's okay. That's the point. Yeah. Agape does not be need to be reciprocated. Right. Which is what makes it agape.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think that that's the only way that we can kind of participate in it is getting to a place where I don't have preferential treatment of somebody... Based order, on anything, based on anything. We Other just than love that, them. yeah, they just are, so they're loved. Right. And I think that that's like a goal within the Christian life is to just love people.
1: And God is living that out. That that's why it's loving kindness because that's what loving kindness is. It can't be shaken. It can't be taken away. It cannot be changed. God says, no matter what happens, I'm going to keep loving you because that's what my love is. I
0: can't not love you. I
1: can't not love you.
0: There's nothing you can do. Like, you know, yeah. parents sometimes say, like, there's nothing you could do that would make that's me not love you. No, that's not true. We
1: Because we're limited. We're humans. And the, the the love that children and parents have is not agape love. It's a different kind of love. Right. Um, but, and,
0: the, and the kind of love that spouses have is also. Exactly. And, and I think that... Um, you know, a lot of love requires trust for us. Uh, pretty it, much, right? But agape love does, does not. not.
1: It's a choice. <laughs> and, and and it has just to do with who you are and the choice that you make to just love.
0: Right. And I, you know, it's like a pursuing love.
1: Uh, yeah. 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 And that's what God feels for us. And that's what God keeps coming back to say to us over and over again, folks, my Love is not going to be removed from you. So, when all that stuff fails, I'm going to be here.
0: Well, and and I think that we easily forget what participating in His love, accepting mm-hmm. His love mm-hmm. provides for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that we get so caught up in um, achieving mm-hmm. that we miss out on, the, like being able to love others. Like yeah. it's really difficult. To be Hmm. um, pursuing something of the, in fact, scriptures say you can't pursue the world and pursue God.
1: Right. Right. Understanding that love of God is like what Isaiah says about living in the shadow of God's wings. In which we just are in that shadow. In that protection. That we say yes to it. Hmm.
0: Well, that's probably it for tonight.
1: That's it. It was good.
0: <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. And and yeah. that in one way this week that you can just accept God's love.
1: Oh it's like, a challenge. A challenge, yeah. I like it.
0: So like in, in some area that you're currently pursuing something hmm. that you allow God's love to enter into that's good. that pursuit. And see how it changes it.
1: If you do. Drop us a line. send us send us a note. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, let us know.
0: All right, talk with you guys later. Take care. Bye. bye.